Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to Clicking Balls AFL Round 4 Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Heath. I've never called myself a host before. I don't feel like a host. No, I'm, just, I'm the first person one that speaks, Heath. And the first question I ask each week is a highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week? Yeah. Um, like I was saying, I'm pretty sure everyone's done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Australia, or Australian, adopted Australian, Robbie Whittaker, smashing the fuck out of Jacare in the he, UFC. He he, uh, he flies out on an Australian passport. Yeah. And I should say, the other voice with us is uh, an old-time uh, podcaster with us. He's been... Uh, with us uh, a few times now. It's been a while, though. So he's the uh, physical and, and metaphorical punching bag for everybody. Richie. <laughs> Hello. How are we doing, Richie? So your uh, highlight was also Whitaker. Yeah, Whitaker. Um, also, I guess, seeing like, a Mighty Mouse destroy uh, Wilson Hayes yeah. as well. Like, uh, looking at that guy fight, he is the perfect fighter. That's um, crazy, isn't it? It's insane. Like, it, it's almost at the stage now is what do you throw at him next? Because you, you there's really say, no challenge. Like, he, he wants to break the record for defences, isn't it? And that's the next one, breaks the record. Yeah. Then you just got to say, mate, can you fuck off? Can you go, go up <laughs> something a, else. Go up a division? <laughs> well, it was just relentless the way he did it as well. Like, yeah. it was, it didn't matter what position he was, he was always uh, able to attack somehow. Like, even if it was in mm. the, the um, sort of scramble, he'd find a way to get in his face, put a few punches in, then get back out. Yeah. And, um, and you remember, like, Pace is a pretty buddy good black belt too. And yeah. he got subbed. And yeah. I think he, he said in his, um, when he's post-fight, speaks um, he posts or something on Instagram um, that losing by submission was actually the worst way he could have <laughs> lost that fight I mean just feels so sad it was a submission but he got beaten down yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it was almost like I, this arm would be quicker yeah. yeah my face is only can only take so much yeah he's like a mini Charles Barkley down there yeah. fucked up um, but uh, on Whitaker I, I thought Jacare was a mean fight for him yep god damn it didn't he outthink him at every every post and yeah. patient too um, yeah. that, that was the so thing that clever. really blew me away is he, he got that first knockdown um, and then he just let him get back up and goes, okay, I'm going to hit you again. And yeah. uh, good luck getting me down. And he, he's taked down the fence on that first takedown um, yeah. where he ended up doing pretty much three backflips to get away. Yeah. That was, yeah, very, very smooth. The stoppage was weird, though. It was either yeah. an early or a late stoppage. Yep. Mm. It yeah, was definitely. one or the other. It just was the wrong time to stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After he turtles up. and Oh, well. oh it, it was the right call, though. He, yeah. he definitely didn't oh. need to take any more damage. Um, I, the, oh, he, the fight was done. He was, was getting stopped. fucked up. Yeah. 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 And it didn't look like he, had, he was going to recover because really he was just letting him stand up again and knocking back down. Yeah. it was. There was no other way that fight was going. Um, but yeah, it was so good to see um, Whitaker. For years, he's been fighting on the Australian cards only, mm. and sort of beating up guys. And you're like, yeah, well, come on, we've you've got better than this, yeah. and we're asking for ages for him to get a big, a big name fight overseas. Mm. Um, I remember he uh, did he no he uh, got a decision against Uriah Hall. 
Yeah. In one of it was one of the most clever uh, fights I've seen him fight. Mm. And then Uri Hall goes on and fights Anderson Silva. Yeah. And you're like, exactly. How about how about this guy gets somebody? Yep. Thrown fucking Jacare. Yeah. And he <laughs> dished him up. Yep. And even Jacare was taking the fight because he just wanted to stay active. He needed money yeah. or something like that. But he didn't yeah. think he was actually going to lose. He thought it'd just be a another ticket. I feel really bad for Jacare too because he's been sitting on that cusp of that title shot for so long. Yep. And with yep. Romero being out for the the suspension. Um, and now you've got Bisping GSP. It just mm. you, you kind of really wish that Romero was getting the title fight now, yep. so that Whitaker is next in line Ooh, takes yeah. takes yeah. the winner of that. But yep. now with GSP, it's like, do you give Whitaker Romero or do you just have them wait it out? And, well, and well Rockhold's put his hand up. Yeah, he's yeah. been trying to get a fight with anybody <laughs> lately. Because <laughs> yeah. he was supposed to fight Jacare in Australia. In Australia, yeah, yeah. yeah but then that never came about. But then Whitaker was supposed to fight Bisping uh, six yeah. months ago as well, so I, I'd yep. love to see that fight. And yeah. um, but it, I, but I think you've got to you've got to give Romero the next shot, regardless. So. It's, yeah. it's the most interesting division by far. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, because well, a lot of the other divisions are held up at the minute. But yeah, thank you, McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll get to the footy um, with round four now in the books. We'll start on uh, was it Thursday night? Now? Yeah, yeah, another Thursday early night one. Uh, West Coast doing the job against Sydney. Uh, Sydney are unlucky again. I mean, Buddy copped that uh, knock early on. Jeez, it was a good bump too. Was yeah. it Shannon Hearn? Yeah, I think so. Not many people in the AFL I'd, I'd like to get bumped by, but Shannon Hearn's certainly at the bottom of that list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I a think solid fucking unit. It's been scary. Like I reckon Sydney. So, someone said it the other day to me. I reckon Sydney is the best form own four side yeah. I've ever yeah. seen. Um, it's crazy, and they've been playing some good footy, and, and you know it was pretty close most of the game with with West Coast there too, and uh, just kicked away at the end. And yeah, it was good, good, good game to watch though. I love the Thursday night games; it's always good. Especially the Tigers being uh, two and zero on the Thursday nights now. Yeah, so, uh, we are the Thursday night. I don't, I don't mind them anymore. <laughs> um, it does stretch out the weekend uh, a little bit, but it's fine when there's no. Uh, work on Friday anyway so it feels like a Friday night yeah. regardless yeah and actually having a game on Friday this year was much better as well um, no, I thought yeah Sydney like we said a little bit unlucky but the, their engine room is still struggling like, yeah. struggling big time yep and I can't really see why because on paper it looks like a, a killer setup. It's but just still. the injuries, though, that are killing them, really. Like, yeah. I mean, the whole the whole onus of play, the kids at the moment, seems to be yeah. striking yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. But the midfield's not... They haven't really been hit by injuries. I mean, there's only McVeigh, and he's more of a back flanker these days anyway. Yeah, mm. yeah. The midfield, their all-star midfield's still there. They're just playing shit. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to sort of figure out why if they're... I don't know if they've been figured out or or if they're just, you know, not gelling. Yeah. I don't know. It might be something like that because obviously they're missing players at either end of the ground, as like you, like yeah. you mentioned. But yeah, um, they're still showing some fight. It's just a, a lack of skill, um, yeah. a little bit at times. Although uh, Papley was back um, for his first game of the year this week, and I think Heaney comes back next week or the week after. Be out due there. Um, but Papley um, showed that he's still the same little goal hungry sneak that uh, that he was last year, which is great. I mean, that's what you need. Every club needs one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, West Coast finally getting uh, some runs on the board as well. Uh, they're always going to struggle with that, Nick Nat, and uh, they still got the same old players that are doing sort of doing the hard work as well, like yeah. Gaff and Shuey. Um, but it's made it interesting down the bottom of the table there or the midfield. Um, it was good to see that uh, Sam Mitchell came back on after injuring himself because West Coast play Hawthorne next week, and I think <laughs> there's going to be a lot of it, yeah, a lot of Hawthorne it. supporters out there actually to cheer Mitchell, yeah. <laughs> Sam Mitchell, yeah. um, I should say. No, look, I, I've said this. Um, I said this earlier when when Delidio traded off to GWS, um, and I think the same thing stands for Mitchell. 
you will be I mean there's still going to be people booing him because there's, there's always going to be everywhere. that yeah. always going to be that guy but I reckon the large majority seeing that uh, Mitchell out against yeah. Hawthorne it's going to be respect and Let's... he's done so much for the club you, you can't you can't deny that mm. yeah. there's be the bandwagoners that have jumped on board in the last <laughs> couple of years <laughs> um, and I, I think we've got uh, Melbourne in round 7 as well so Jordan Lewis should be unsuspended by then yep. or he might have be, might have enough time to get back in and then get suspended again <laughs> Um, but uh, I thought when you talk about Nick Nats out, I thought Jonathan Giles did all right. Well, I mean, for, for, for his standard, he did well. <laughs> for his standard, it was <laughs> yeah, three votes. It was a good game. <laughs> so at least they're getting some utility out of him. But um, yeah, it's it's always going to be tough because there's, there's, he's not good around the ground. Like <laughs> he, he can hit the ball out of the air, but that's about it. Um, so it's lucky they've got the rest of the team that are pulling the weight yeah. because uh, that has been a world hurt. No, it was a fairly all-round effort from uh, West Coast, and they sort of d- did enough um, yeah. without being stretched at times. Um, got lucky with the MRP as well. Um, <laughs> Lacroix uh, just gets a fine, so he gets away with that one. Oh yeah, uh, I must say that's um, that's a weird thing is like having the match panel results coming out before the final, the final game, game. Yeah. rounds played, yeah. which <laughs> makes really sense. Strange. And uh, it's a shame. To, I mean, we'll get to it when we get to the final game, but uh, MRP would have thought they're weak. Was yep. done. <laughs> yeah. Hold my beer, says Geelong. <laughs> Why don't they just phone it in? So now yeah, no, it's four. Yeah. <laughs> don't well, worry about it. It's essentially what it is. Oh, there's yeah. probably an intern in there, and they just ring up and go, "Mate, it's four. Can you figure it out?" <laughs> and they have to fill in the the forms to make it to uh, make it work. Make it official. Um, but that's uh, like you said, zero and four for Sydney, but um, probably the best looking zero and four side. And you're still like, would you back against them to make finals from here? Probably not. No. Probably not. Um, no. I mean, I, I I can't see it happening on the current form. I mean, they're they're playing well, but you've got to you've got to get over those lines. That that extra four points by picking yeah. up one of those games makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um. I I, I can't see them getting there now. Um. But yeah, again, you, you can't you can't rule them out because they've they've been playing so well for so long. Um. It's all it's almost weird it's, it's, seeing them down the line. Yeah. There. Yep. There's too much talent there just to be shit. Yeah, to, to be out of form for too long. Mm. Yeah, you think at some point they're going to put a win streak together. Sort of like, sort of like West Coast did uh, last year, year before. They'll find their way and they'll get yeah. there. But um, it's just got to be a bit of a kick in the conference. Yeah, down there at the bottom, and you know, especially approaching the season, thinking you'd probably have a shake at, at top four. Um, like even Kennedy had thirty odd touches last uh, in this game, and I think that's his first thirty touch game for the year. But yep. it wasn't as damaging as some of his other games. But yeah, it's going to happen. Um, on to Friday, good Friday football for the first time. Uh, it's got to be said, 42,000, yeah. probably a couple of thousand shy of where it needed to be. Yeah, I thought so as well. Uh, I thought it had the makings of a good game, so um surprised they didn't get more people there. But I, mean, I suppose people go on holidays and shit like that every Easter, yeah. so it's always uh, different sort of family commitments as well. Um, I don't know if some people are religious. The TV it, ratings are going to be the teller. Did we just do anything yeah. on the Friday night? Is it like a... On Good Friday, supposed to not work or something. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they do stuff, religious yeah. stuff. Yeah, church. The, the, the hard part for me was the the time slot. Like, I know they they did mm. it because they most most Friday, religion yeah. have like the two o'clock mass or or whatever for Good Friday. Yeah, but having that that four start, it's just it's, it's, it's kind just of weird. Yeah, like yep. I'm, I'm trying to prep dinner and all yeah. that sort of stuff, and it's smack bang in the middle. So you you're running back and forth between the kitchen, and you know it's, people have got kids and stuff. They've got to got to look after them in the afternoons but uh, I don't know it was it was great to have I absolutely loved that I could sit and watch the footy on, on a day off but mm. um, well, the last couple of Good Fridays like I think we've even said on here like I've watched A-League or I think I even watched Super 12s rugby or yeah. Super 15s mm. yep. or whatever it's called 
Yep. Um, so I was watching sport, just not footy. And now there was actually footy to watch, and I, I went to it. Yeah, um, I was actually kind of lucky. I didn't realize it was on at four o'clock. I just happened, so I was at a barbecue. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I was at a Viet barbecue, so I was, uh, just went home and so they're like, gambling Sweet. on it. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny enough, I wasn't the only. I wasn't the token white person there. There's a couple other people oh, there too. Yeah. So yeah, something different for you. Bit of diversity in the barbecue this year. So yeah, I was lucky I just catch it when I got home. Well, it was the first game I've attended um, at Eddie had this year, and so uh, very excited for their four different kinds of salt. Yeah, <laughs> about. I couldn't tell the difference, but anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm sure somebody else could. Yep, I'm sure someone's got paid for it. It was, it was so. very exciting. Um, it was, geez, it was a scrappy old game though. It was yeah. a shit game for the first half. The, yeah. the first, the first quarter really put me off, and I was like, oh, what, what have I done? Why have I sat here and watched this? Yep. And then the last quarter, I essentially just said, no, nah, dinner, dinner is gonna wait. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm watching this game, and I, I got fully into it. Um, you know, I tipped the the dogs, so it was, yeah. uh hoping that they could get back over the line and and it's always nice seeing the north lose you know I'm, yeah. I'm one of those guys <laughs> <laughs> why north i don't know it's just i feel like they're one of the teams that nobody really hates so i feel obligated to hate them a little <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean but, but but honestly you can't hate the bulldogs they yeah. they're the one team that nah. everybody is just you, you just oh you guys yeah. are yeah. cute <laughs> but then they go and win flags so yeah they're still too much shy of being hated i think yeah, two, two in a row. Yeah, two in a row. It. I reckon that'll start turning the tide. Um, it was interesting sitting amongst the Bulldogs faithful um, there. The old bloke next to me, all he wanted to do was chat. It was great. Um, Jakey Stringer kicked a goal, I think. Yep. And he turned to me straight away and showed me his shirt and goes, look, look, look. This, <laughs> mind you, this bloke, it would be, oh, if he was a day under 50, I'd be surprised. Yep. He's got Jakey Stringer's signed his, his premiership shirt. So it's a brand new shirt too. Um, and I just thought, yeah, that, that's, that's good, mate. Yeah. He was so excited to show me Jackie Stringer's <laughs> signature on his shoulder after Jackie Stringer kicked the goal. I thought, well, you know, good on you. Enjoy this. But, um, geez, I hate suckling. He had a shocker. Really? Oh, yeah. He had a, a real shocker. Some of his kicks from distance were absolutely Ooh. terrible. <laughs> but, I mean, he wasn't the only one that was having shocking uh, skills on that day. There was but, a few there. But they found a way to draw you into it. The intensity lifted in the last half, but the skills didn't really pick up. It just made it exciting because it was close. Yeah, the, the yeah. closeness yeah. masked how uh, crap yeah. the game was. And that was enough. You know, I, I was yeah, yeah, involved exactly. in it. I was invested. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty exciting in the end. And um, Lindsay Thomas just couldn't get him across the oh, line. Had every every chance at it. And so you say that... We're saying suckling at a shocker. Lindsay's was worse. Yep, absolutely horrendous. That, that final pass, you know, it's, oh. it's three three other options, yep. and he hits it straight down the middle of a, another player. And um, yep. I mean, everyone's going on about his his last ditch effort at the goal, but you know, if he had kicked that, that was a miracle. But yeah. the pass earlier, that should have that yeah. should have at least presented to a target. Oh, the, um, the pass was easy, but the goal wasn't that difficult either. It was yep. from fifty on the run. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, 90% of players should hit yeah. those. Indoors as well. So. Indoors. <laughs> yeah, the goal kicking was terrible Fucking tonight. Rubbish. What was it? 12-14 uh, to 12-17. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was the wind. Yeah, well, even the, the commentator was like, yeah, you've got to aim for the left post here because we'll go... And you're like, what the fuck that, are you smoking? That's Brian Taylor. He, he just loves <laughs> aiming for the post. He's, oh, it's got to be inside the post. So it's got to be just outside the post. Well, generally, yeah. you want to kick it in between the posts. Yeah. But that, that's, yep. that's just me. Stay uh, the fuck away from the post altogether. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just... Gently through the middle. That'll be more than enough. Yeah, but for a reason, they just couldn't pull it together and um, probably helped the cloak going down. <laughs> oh, a bit more I, stuff for that. Th- that is something, though. I'm glad that there was no um, uh, report. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
in that one because that was just a great square shirt front. It was a good bump. Yeah. It's a great bump. Very solid bump. Unfortunate for, for Cloak, obviously. He's going to miss a month or two. Yeah, they said, yeah, they said four to six. Um, I mean, broken ribs, it's, it could be could be anywhere up to three, really. Like, well, yeah. I mean, it took uh, Jenkins from Adelaide three weeks before he realized he had broken ribs. Yeah. Yes. Or until they admitted one. it, either way. <laughs> yeah. But it's, broken ribs is one of those injuries you only hear about it, I, I, I sort of think, every couple of years. Yeah. And now we've had two at least two maybe three this year already it's yep. just you know that seems to be what it is this year better yeah. than knees I guess I would have thought like Thurman up in the ruck would have been the cause of most uh, rib injuries or something yeah. like that because you're always getting the, a random knee on your floating rib in your back or something like that yeah it's, it's it um, actually one thing I remember from this game is we had uh, I can't remember who it was lining up for the goal in the, the pocket um, and as they're coming back they hit the fence and they start walking yep. around. And oh, the yeah. umpires pulled them back and said, "No, you, you can't. You, you've got to go back up against evil. the fence." Yep. Uh, and that was that was really interesting. Like, it made a good point. Like, if you got mm. Ben Brown's run, run up, up. Yeah. Uh, eventually you you're gonna hit the fence. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so he's expected to come off a, a shorter run up just because of the dimensions of the ground. I don't know. It's um it's well, an half, interesting uh, one. Half the time they're gonna run out anyway. Oh so, yeah, definitely, definitely. Obviously, everyone knows they're just you know milking trying, it everything yeah. they can, trying to get an extra degree or, yeah. or something, open up the face. And let's be honest, no goal has got uh, more acute by them walking backwards either. <laughs> yeah. They're always trying to scam a little bit. Is that uh, Leslie Nielsen's golf video? Remember? Yeah. No yep. putt ever got longer by being marked. Yep. He's <laughs> exactly right. Same yeah. concept. That was a good show, actually. I forgot about all that one. There's was about three of them. Yeah. I'm sure they're on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Leslie Nielsen's silly little golf video or something like that. Yep. Um, but the Bulldogs, then, uh, they haven't really been that impressive this year. They've just put on the uh, put the foot on the pedal when need be. Yeah. It's kind of the same as last year, though. That's sort of what they were doing. And they yeah. kept brought it together at the end. So they've got a fully fit squad now, don't they? Oh, yeah. Close to it. They're pretty much, yeah. There's still rough heads out. Yeah. Um, Cloak out, obviously, now. Cloak it's going to be a hit. Yeah. Um, it's got so many contenders that can pop up any game and do like a star role. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Dowhouse this, this week. Uh, yeah, he had a good game. He had a good game. Um, even uh, Cunnington from... North was serviceable. I thought he tried hard the whole 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 day. He probably um, one of the best. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I think there are positives for for North out of there, but they still would like to get across the line on that ample opportunity too. There's been positives in all four games for North. Yeah, because um, this this is the year where they've started their rebuild and obviously um, yeah. lost a lot of uh, talent or experience. Yeah, over the off season, but I think they've shown a lot. Um, yeah. you know, and they've still got players to come back. A lot of players to come back. On, yeah. on that note, I'm actually shattered. Uh, I on Brent Harvey leaving, going to North Heidelberg. His first game at Shelley Park. I literally lived next door to that. Oh, right. um, oh, really? That's that's you where see. our house was, and I could look out out our bedroom window and you see the, the footy game <laughs> well, going on. You go out talk shit to Boomer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, he's he's a little short, so I probably couldn't have seen him from, from where I was. But yeah, I was shattered because I don't live there anymore. It would have been would have been nice to go and have a have a look at that game. He was active at three quarter time. They had a uh, a long kicking comp. They had four players. Um, I can't. I oh, yeah, no, it was Anthony Stevens, Mick Martin. Boomer Harvey and Luke Darcy. Right. Um, don't know what Luke was doing there since the other three were north, but anyway. And I think like Mazda were donating um, 100 bucks for every meter they kicked. Right. They all had, you know, one kick each. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty shit from Mazda. It was, I think it was 100 bucks per meter or something like that. Yeah. Did I say 100? Yeah. yeah something like that. Um, but Boomer got 52 meters, but we said it was a bit hard because he, he handballed it first and then got it back and then ran you know, another <laughs> four. Um, but yeah, he, he looked uh, he looked the best out of the lot. How's the pre-shows for the North Melbourne games going? Are they still really like cringeworthy? 
Well, they still pipe in all the sound. Right. Um, which just ruins it. Um, yep. But, you know, every other team plays their own um, theme song yep. as they run out onto the ground. Yeah. Well, North play a different version of their own theme song, and it's a slower version. Oh, that one, yeah. And it's just yeah. weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's not good. And the other time I watched them, they never had it, like, synced up for the, for the first bounce, so it was always a bit off. Like, all of the, just, like, amateur hour, the whole production value of it. A, a little bit. Yeah, it is a bit weird. Um, there, there was something else that was going on at, at halftime or... or quarter time and I remember watching it going yeah this is just totally unnecessary yep. um, but it's obviously it's the directive going out from the AFL they have to have something to create match day experience or some bullshit yeah. mm. I mean it's a good idea I think they could just come up with better shit really I love it like it, symbol is good um, yep. I, I say it, R- Richmond's one they've got with the have you are you paying attention yeah. is the funniest uh, cam video <laughs> I, I've seen like it's hilarious because you, you had a guy at, at Richmond game the other week and I think it was seven minutes or something that were kind of like getting something ridiculous, uh, just ridiculous. <laughs> okay, it, it felt like seven minutes. No, nah, it was probably just all two and a half that they right. had him had him on the camera, and he was just fiddling on his phone, wasn't sitting with anyone yep. either. So normally you get after about thirty seconds the tap on the shoulder, go, oh, dude, yep. you're on the screen, but everyone's leaving him alone. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but um, no, he, he was yeah out for ages, and that's hilarious. Like it just gives yep. you gives you a couple of minutes that you just you know what. This is a bit of fun. I'll, yep. I'll laugh at well, it. That's good, actually. You reminded me what it was at uh, halftime or quarter time at the, at this game. They did um, match the emoji. Match the emoji? Yep. The fuck is that? So they have an emoji up on the big screen, yep. and then the other half of the big screen is the roving camera, and whoever it syncs on, you've got to match the emoji. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. What if they put up the like poo emoji or something? <laughs> well, uh, sadly... Or the eggplant. Like, then, then we're really in trouble. <laughs> sadly, they didn't. It was a, a, a winking face with a tongue out or something. So, okay. yeah. It was all excitement. Yeah. yeah. yeah anyway. I'm sure the 50-year-olds of North Melbourne <laughs> fans would have loved that. Target those younger generation. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. It was a North home game, but it definitely felt like a Bulldogs one. Yeah. Um, with the, the, the crowd numbers. But you expect that after you won a flag. Yeah, yeah. It's happen. And I mean, North Melbourne have many members anyway, so it's yeah, always hard best to check out a stadium. I still remember going to watch them versus Richmond when uh, we were, it was their whole home game, and Richmond pretty much had the whole bottom area, yeah. except for the, the Melbourne, uh, North Melbourne membership part. Um, so I think they've always struggled oh, to fill out a dead stadium. Uh, what is the membership base? Is it decent this year? Nah, shit. Shit, almost. Bulldogs have had a good spike, but uh, I think it was You'd like expect a, that. A 10,000 yeah. 10, or something increase. Um, something like all those bandwagons jumping on, or, or yep. at least the, the the long-time supporters who finally mm-hmm. commit. Stumped a up a membership. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't get what people complain about bandwagoners all the time. I reckon that's fine, as long as you're not changing every year. Yeah. That's yep. the different kind of bandwagoner. Yeah. Because essentially, I'm a bandwagon supporter for Hawthorne. Because after the 88 grand final, I jumped on. Yep. I think I've stuck through a, a bit th- since then, but... Um, it's just that's just a new fan. Yeah, look, I jumped off plenty of good teams. <laughs> <in Brisbane. laughs> and why did you stick with us? I think the, the, only, the only team you jumped off that haven't won a premiership was Saints. So, yep, yep, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, Matthew Richardson was the reason why I got on the on the Tigger train when he was a young gun with long hair, forward flank, taking hangers. And he did two knees and that was it. Hey, it's only taken 25 years, but it's now it's finally paying off. First start to, <laughs> start to get somewhere. Yep, I actually get respect now. Um, before we get there, we'll go to the Saturday games. We've got the Demons uh, hosting Fremantle. Um, it, the exciting things here for Fremantle, one, that they've won in Melbourne at the MCG, and two, they scored over 100 points. Yep. So the two things that they've struggled to do um, 
since forever. Yeah, I mean Melbourne were a depleted side without Lewis and Hogan and, and uh, Gorn. Gorn, yeah. So it was always been tough to go the line. They were right for the picking. Yeah, yeah. It was tough. Like the start of this year, I was I was really expecting good things out of Melbourne, and yep. sadly my my tips have not been uh, enjoying their their downfall. But uh, look, it's a frustrating game. Anytime a team's given up 30, 20, 30 point leads, yeah, and yep. then. It ended up being what a forty forty odd point turnaround, um, and then yeah. they pegged it back towards the end. But what a frustrating game! Yeah. To watch. It was just that third quarter where Freo just put the foot down, and um, uh, the fuck well, Melbourne can do anything about it. Well, that's what it was. The, the middle two quarters, um, there was just one way traffic yep. um, to the same end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I was listening to this one on the radio, so I didn't actually watch it live. But uh, geez, it sounded exciting. The finish at the end um, on the radio. I've gone back and watched it since. But yep. um, they've put up a stuff so I think even though Melbourne were depleted you've got to ask the other players to step up yeah uh, and there's a few that have done okay and a few that have want to have a look again yeah they still got some young kids that are coming up like Oliver's still putting in a good effort um, yep. but uh, apart from that there's a little bit inconsistent with their young kids now yeah but Tracker was inconsistent like some moments he, he looked like a, a young kid yep. out of his depth yep. and other times you go alright yeah there it is yeah there's the star we found a lot of times he'd do the hard work and then mess up the easy part. Like, uh, taking marks, flying back against the pack, get it in his hands, then somehow yeah. fumbles it and drops it. Yeah. It's like, you've already done the hard work. You know, it's just that little bit of composure, that, that little bit of finishing that, that they didn't quite have. Um, and Big Sandy, uh, I thought, would have been the difference in this game. And he had a good one, but I don't think he was as dominant yeah. um, as he expected. So, I mean, Jake Spencer, yeah, I mean, he certainly beat Jake Spencer. Yeah. But it wasn't a bad game for Spencer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I mean... When you've got five front in midfield, it's pretty, it's not pretty hard to, to really lose that one out. But, yeah. I mean, he's just been good at... Usually, the thing with Sandylands is that he's been too easy to shark his taps. Yeah. Whereas, I don't think that um, uh, Melbourne had enough physicality in the middle to be able to really push him around. Um, but, it's, it's, again, it's not a bad start for both teams. I think that leaves them both at two and two now, doesn't it? Or has Melbourne only got the one win? Can't remember. Oh, I could check that. Yeah. Um, but, Frio now look like they've righted their ship. Um, yeah. And... Uh, You'd expect them to get a few more wins and probably maybe not make the eight, but certainly push it close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they, they've got sort of a bit more consistency amongst their their sort of mid to, to top tier players. Well, yeah, since they dropped a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, you know, they've finally given up on Zach Dawson, yeah. know, which is... It's only 10 years too late. But... Disappointing to all of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both sitting two and two now. So yeah, um, Melbourne's still just in the eight, but uh, yeah, the, the percentage of a for Frio is not not a, not a nice start for the yep. season. Yeah, yep. Melbourne have got some big games coming up. Um, you know, while Gorn's out for essentially half the year. Yeah, it's it a dep- tough loss. It'll depend when he comes back or when he's ready to come back. If if Melbourne are out of finals contention, yeah. you probably just go, mate, don't. Worry about it. <laughs> yep. Um, but I'll tell you what, at least the uh, All Australian Rock um, position wide open, open. this year because um, it's probably Jacobs and Nankervis that are leading it at the minute. Yeah, which, which is scary because then Kervis has not been actually winning the ruck at all as a ruckman. But, but <laughs> it's, just, it's just his work around the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll take yeah, it. Like you, there's not many rucks that are... I mean, actually, Grundy is probably... Yep, Grundy's the, probably the up there too. I would, yep. I would say he's up there with leading at the moment. Um, he, he's played some, some bloody brilliant yeah. games so far. Yep, Jack Watts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, to be honest, we've got this with this third man up, oh, up rule now, like... You, you can pretty much have everyone as your designated yeah. ruckman. They've just got to be the first to it. So yep. it's uh, it's like playing soccer back in school and say yeah. whoever's the last to pick goalie. <laughs> I, I hope there's more of those cluster fucks that happen just so they go, you know what, we don't need this nominating. 
we can decide yep. who the ruckman is just by looking. Yeah, like we did for the previous hundred years. Yeah, yeah. I anyway. think it, it, it's simple. Like if a th- uh, if two players from the same team go up, that's it's a free it. kick. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Why why do you even need not to that nominate? difficult? Yep. Um, I I mean I, there's, I guess there's the infringing on the ruckman, but most of that but, comes from blocking any like. It, yeah, but that rule's been around forever. Yeah, yeah. and exactly. we've had no issues with it before because yep. everyone wasn't stupid. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to happen if you remove the nominating your ruckman rule because um, teams are only abusing it now to try and get a free kick. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're doing it within the rules. Yep. That's what the rules are. Yeah. So they're just using the rules to their advantage. So if you take away that rule, it's not like everyone's going to start, you know, uh, bumping Aaron Sanderlands off the ball because <laughs> they know he's the ruckman. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And also, as you don't really want to get in his way when he's kind of running in, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Head a of steam up. <laughs> that, that momentum carries through and yeah. you, you end up on your own ass. Remember so. a couple of years ago when he knocked over Stevie J. Stevie J stood there and took it. Um, <laughs> didn't take it standing, but he took it. Yep. Yeah. I still remember that. I was after the, like, the play had sort of moved on, then he sort of showed the pain that yeah. was in. <laughs> yeah, he's old school. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, so anyway, that's a, a good start for Frio. Um, but uh, yeah, well, interesting to see if they make the eight uh, by the end of the year. Um, on to uh, the Giants hosting Port Adelaide. Um, oh, this game made me so mad. The silly little skill errors or the uh, No, being, being the only person in our whole tipping comp who tipped bloody Port and... Well, that was your uh, fault. Oh, clearly man. your fault. Frust- so frustrated because they come in, into the final quarter, they've just cracked back into the lead and then they get overrun. And yeah, it was... Um, it was disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing. <laughs> Five goals to none in the last. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- that's going to lose you again. Any any quarter, you you go goalless. Like that's it hurts. you des- you deserve to be losing a game yeah. on that. Yep. And it looked like Port were back to their old self for three quarters there. Uh, just couldn't quite outlast the the hurt that Judas put on them. And it'd be it like the previous um, game. Uh, you expected Mumford to absolutely dominate in the ruck. Yep. Didn't really come that way, but uh, too many forward options yeah. um, for GWS. And we've always said that the back line is the issues for Port. Yep. That's their greatest weakness, and they were just all over it. Yeah. End. I wonder how Cam McCarthy's feeling about taking that year off and then going across to Frio now. Like, that's you got to really want to be with your family to do that. I've got to say, I don't think he's that concerned about uh, winning games. Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if you're leaving GWS or, now or playing games, <laughs> um, I think he was uh, yeah. Just I just want to play at home. Yep. Yeah, and fair enough. You know, um, I work wherever I want to as well. Uh, I must say, uh, Patton just really showed why he's going to be a sensational player yeah. coming forward. I mean, he's great, yep. obviously great now, but yeah. he's he is going to be a, a domination. Um, yeah. Six goals is a good return, but what's impressive is it's six goals, nothing. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Especially on the weekend, we have a shocking um, kicking for goal. And, yeah. and he's uh, he's been very accurate. And um, Yeah, presented well. But uh, six straight for a big man is always going to help your team get over the line. Yeah, it's not bad. That's all you want out of your, your big forwards. And Toby Green looks like he's a good chance for uh, his second All-Australian the way he's going. It's, uh, yeah. You know, well, you can think about it. The season's just about a quarter over. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. And he's been one of those players that... He's made the most out of what attributes he's got because he's only a small, stocky fellow, but he's got a decent, decent jump, and he can be annoying as hell. Yeah, he's taken some great um, pack marks. Yeah, not screamers or anything, but just yeah. hard contested marks. Yeah, and he seems to have good, good um, sort of center of gravity. He's got big hips, big thighs, so he's good at uh, maintaining his feet and just harassing other players as well when they know the ball is is really outstanding. Yeah, um, he gets lambasted often for skill errors but Jasper Pittard was probably the best um, out of port yeah. uh, and I think he came back in through the sample as well right. so he's uh, earned his spot for another week um, yep. he, yeah I, I thought he was the best but Ollie Wines was good as well 
Um, he's had a, a good start to his year. He, yeah. You know, probably not this year, but maybe next year he might even be up there around, you know, the Robbie Gray mark. Well, he's definitely been improving, like, season on season. Yeah, and slightly. being under, like, Robbie Gray and, and Wingard and people like that, so it's going to help as well. But, um, yeah, Port uh, seems like they're... I don't know if they can still get there, if they can make the eight. What do you reckon? I still think they've been playing well. Um, I mean, you've got to remember, GWS are coming in, but premiership favourites this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, they, they are a good side, and I think... Port's game against Adelaide, we showed how much better Port can actually play. I think they yep. they, they were let down with with some lapses, um, but overall they they've been frustration. I think yeah, they, they've been playing good footy. Um, I, I would be I would be surprised if they didn't uh, keep keep it going. Um, I'm not sure what their runs like in the next couple of weeks, but yeah, if they they keep playing this footy, give them a side other than GWS. Yeah, you know what yeah. they'll do. Well, all right. See, it's funny they finished just outside the eight last year, Port. And I think they're better this year, and they still might not might not make the eight. Yep. Um, which well, it's is, all been thrown on its head this year, yeah. so it's really tough to like. I still don't know if, if things have settled yet. This is what the, <laughs> the ladder's going to look like for the rest of the season. I've always said that you can't really tell anything about the ladder until round six. Yep. Um, but the, even know, round six, we still might know nothing about the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll know a fair amount. Of, um, there might be one or two teams that change, but yeah, yeah. round six is where it starts to make sense. Yep. Um, just Tom Scully had twenty handballs. <laughs> Yeah, so he's a lot he's, of setting your players up. He's a, he's a generous man. Just a, a I, lot of one twos as well. I'm going to say, I bet you there's a lot of them in chains. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, and another good win for GWS. They've uh, righted their ship after their first week shocker. And that was down at Canberra as well. Wasn't it? This wasn't one was, it? Yeah, yeah, because oh, the ground was getting used for the the show. Oh, really? They play at the showgrounds, and apparently, when it's Easter, the showgrounds gets used for the show. Oh, Funny that, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Anyways, um, on to. Uh, Carlton, who couldn't get over the line against a very accurate Gold Coast, seventeen um, six, and, and I think Tom Lynch had uh, about seven straight. Yep, he kicked seven straight, something like that. Um, not a bad effort from him. Um, yeah, and Gold Coast have, have been another team where I didn't expect much of the season, but you knew they had the potential there, and it's just trying to trying to convince Gary Ablett to stay stay up yeah. there. You know, what I mean, you need a good season. Well, they were uh, pathetic in round one. Yeah. Um, even though well, they gave a 40 point lead to Brisbane and they crawled it back and then lost it right at the end yep. um, but they're, they're playing better obviously they thumped Hawthorne last week and this was you know uh, I wouldn't say they thumped Carlton but they were in control yeah well just that third quarter they put on six Sundays of goals and that sort of set them up there's not much else you could do to get back from that uh, Carlton weren't good enough to be able to uh, pull pull it back in just one quarter no they were never going to um, it was yeah it was a, a, a solid effort from, yep. from um, Gold Coast and, and yep. uh, Gary uh, had back-to-back 30 possession games so yeah. which uh, is just what he needed to yeah. um, he needs to to get that form back get some confidence back in him and you know I guess probably you just enjoy his football again um, I think that's mm. probably the hardest thing is having, having all the other issues on your mind it, it takes away from, from your game yeah. um, yep. and uh, look I doubt we'll see him in the Gold Coast jumper again next year, but um, you know, good luck to him. And you reckon he pulls a? He's contracted, but do you reckon he pulls a pin, or does he go to Geelong? Uh, it depends if the shoulder holds up. To be yeah. honest, I reckon if, mm. if he if he does another injury, where I think so. Yeah, where yeah. he probably would have to, um, probably have to call it. But uh, look, it's it's been great seeing him play well again. <laughs> he's always always a good player to watch. And, yeah, uh, yeah, love seeing him him rack it up those disposals. I mean, the, the good thing for Gold Coast was not just that Gary's had two good weeks, but um, it's some of the the lesser names like uh, Aaron Hall and uh, even yeah. Matira, who kicked. I think he kicked six last week and three yeah. this week. Yep. So he's backing up a few. And a, yeah, that's what they need as well. Those players to the do the other week players. in week out. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, that way you can actually build a game plan around it and know that you know consistent performers on the park uh, week in week out makes it much more easier to you know really attack the opposition. Yeah, you need you need those players to step up now because uh, Gold Coast have really been lacking that leadership. I think, um, yeah. and I think it's it's pretty uh, well known that that's their well their biggest yep. issue. Um, so hopefully you get some of those younger guys. Oh, that was my phone. Ignore me. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully you do see those guys stepping up and and actually doing something yep. uh, a bit more team orientated and, and showing that leadership and, and really pushing Gold Coast over you know the next couple of years because mm. if they don't get that leadership coming in, uh, they're going to really struggle. Um, they're yep. going to they're going to find it really tough to run out games because they've got no one who's going to break the game apart. And you can't mm. you can't just rely on Ablett every game. Yep. Um, <laughs> More's the pity. Yeah. yeah. I wish you wish we could. It would be fantastic. <laughs> well, I think they've got some people that are going to be sticking around for a while now to actually form a leadership group that's going to, going to be there and be able to do their own culture. Yeah. Um, like obviously, you've got May, who's doing his job as captain. Um, Aaron Hall, as well, has been playing consistent footy. So they're people that you can really sort of um, build your club around, not yep. in an on-field way, but in a... In a Developing the right culture around your your club. Well, they've, and they've got to develop those guys, and those guys have got to become the leaders because, yeah. you know, let's face it, um, Gary Ablett's probably not going to play a final, yeah, at Gold Coast. Yeah, yep. Um, being at, at the age that he is. Yeah, I thought Jared Witts has done a good job moving to Rock as well. Yeah, unbelievable from Collingwood seconds. Um, yeah. To uh, a couple of decent weeks. Yep. Um, admittedly, oh no, he's playing against. Um, Cruiser in this game, and Cruiser's been all right this year. So Cruiser's been better around the ground than in the ruck, though. Yeah, he's always been a little bit more mobile than yeah. he looks. He always finds space, and he's a strong mark and knows his capabilities. Casbot yeah. took some nice grabs in this one too. Yeah, actually, Doherty played the game as well. So there were yeah, there were could... contenders for um for Carlton, but they were just clearly outmatched in the yeah. third quarter. Yeah, in, in, in the skill department, too, yeah, which has been Carlton this year. Yep. Um, on to the other Friday night game, which was Adelaide putting on a bit of a clinic against uh, Essendon. He said that once the emotion of the comeback uh, goes, Essendon are going to struggle a little bit. Yep. And when it's playing away against the well, the side that was on top of the ladder at the time, mm. um, it, to be honest, 65 seems like unders for how <laughs> it was going at halftime. Yep. Um, Adelaide yeah. were putting on just a clinic. Yeah. Honestly, I think Adelaide are the one team that I can happily lock in for finals. Yeah, oh, yeah without like, a doubt. You, I, I'm really worried about teams catching them, especially especially those home games. Um, you know, they're they're just a force to be reckoned with at the moment, and yeah. playing some very very good football. Well, they've played three games at um, Adelaide Oval so far this year, and all of them they've just looked unbeatable. Yeah. Like, and I mean, when you can twenty twenty four nine, um, when you've got that sort of accuracy, I, you're going to yeah. destroy teams. Fifteen six at the half. Yeah, ninety six yeah. at <laughs> half time. I could not yeah. believe it. Um, and I don't know if really if Essendon came back or Adelaide just sort of oh, that's enough. Yeah, it seems um, like they just they just put the cue in the rack for a little bit in the third quarter there. Played, uh, played safe. Yeah, and I mean. No point fogging the guts out of your players when you're up. No, exactly. Like Ten goals, and you know, um, Tex and uh, Eddie Betts were just doing whatever they wanted to anyway. Yeah. Yep. If we if we go a game this year where Eddie doesn't kick some crazy goal, I'll yeah. be disappointed because yeah. like, he's racked up another beauty this week, and yep. um, he's it's amazing how how he <laughs> he does that sort of thing. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it, been said over and over, but yeah, yeah he's it's just so true. Yep. It was funny, at halftime he had, uh, there was a, a story on him or, or something, you know, with Channel 7. Yeah. Um, it was just weird. I was watching him saying, you know, I've kicked goal of the year two years in a row back-to-back. <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah. Yep. Back, no, he said back-to-back two years in a row. I thought, is that 
twice or four times. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sure, but anyway, he's uh, both from the same pocket too. So he was he was proud of his achievements. Yeah, and it's just every time I think Richard might win, you know, a mark of the round or a goal around. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. It's like Eddie Betts or Popolo coming to steal it from him. No, I think he's still got goal of the year. I think that that's in the bag. Yeah. I can't see uh, Riola getting beaten for that one. Yep. But like, yeah, Eddie, six goals, two for Eddie and text give five, five net, like that's, that's awesome. Yeah. You've got yeah. your two, two best players in the forward line doing that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, you'd be very disappointed to lose any games. But I still think Rory Sloan for the votes for me. Um, yeah, over 30 touches and a couple of goals to go with it. Um, it's been like every game this year. Pretty close to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I undersold his performance against Hawthorne, I think. Uh, yep. a couple of weeks ago um, so I mean it's only four weeks in but he might be close to double figures in votes already yeah especially with the way Adelaide's going they're, they're really up there but um, in that midfield he's leading by example yeah there's no doubt uh, Matty Crash has been a good pick up as well like it's his third or fourth season now I think yeah but about that uh, starting to really find his role in that team uh, consistent too um, and I thought for Essendon the best was probably um, Tip and Woody uh, yeah. again yep. Jeez, he, mm. he finds space so well in, in mm. crowded forward lines um, yep. when everyone's zoning off or you know half zone half manning up yeah. he just always seems to be in space yep yeah, now I, I didn't catch this game, but from from the Essendon games I have watched, his tackling pressure is is yeah. solid. Yeah. Like he's a strong boy, um, and and it's quite scary seeing him kind of running up, chasing onto someone because yeah. you yeah. know they're getting poleaxed. He's one of those guys that's aggressive without being um, menacing. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, like his attack on the footy. Yeah, um, is so um, I don't know task oriented. Yeah, yep. Well, he's very good at the transition as well, like going from getting the ball and then setting up play uh, once he what he does. It's from his, from his pressure. Um, yeah. He's very good. Yeah. If if he was a bit more shit on the offensive, he'd be a really good tagger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just can't afford to have him tied up with the next to someone else. He kicks goals. Yeah. And he always finds, like I said, finds space, got strong hips, not easy to, to tackle. And yeah, and if he gets uh, does get tackled and gets taken down, he bounces straight back yeah. up and he, he's back in it. It just looks like one of those guys that just, oh, I'm so happy to be playing footy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's gone the hard way about it too, you know, through rookies and, mm. and all that kind of stuff, so. What about is it Conor McGregor? Uh, Conor McGregor, Conor <laughs> McKenna, McKenna, who uh, got the high high bump. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll wear a match for it. Yeah, it looks uh, uh, pretty. pretty... Oh, it's, it's cut and dry. Yeah, I mean that's what the rules there for. Yep. Um, bloke had his head over the ball and he went to bump and the, the other bloke went uh, lower than he thought. Yeah, yeah. L- lucky he clipped the shoulder mostly. I think mm. um, otherwise he can probably push it out to two. But yeah, yeah with the with the body contact, not the head so well, much. It's... Injury wise too, he's lucky he got the shoulder. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, he did a good job of tucking his head into the last moment because otherwise it would have been right on the top of the head and just that compressed your whole spine. Whereas he sort of tucked his chin down and... Uh, yeah, went underneath off. it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's not something you, you want to see regardless. So yeah. Uh, oh well, it's, he'll get what he, he yeah. gets his week. He got a week, um, and I think he'll just. There's no defence. Over that, yeah. Just, just what happened. It's, uh, only one week. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Adelaide just travelling um, very comfortably at the minute. Yeah, honestly, I don't see who's who's stopping them at the moment. Uh, well, you, you would have said the Giants, but they dispatched them in round yeah. one. So. Yep. Um, yeah, they'd be clear premiership favourites. Bring on the Tiggy train. That's, that's, <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> Um, before we get there, we got St Kilda playing uh, Collingwood on the Sunday, and this was one of the worst matches I've ever seen. <laughs> it was shocking. It was oh. shocking. Gave up at halftime watching it. Yes, me too. It was just... Falling asleep watching this one, I was. Yeah, it was a, a tough one. Um, and again, it's like Saints. Saints are one of those teams at the moment where I just I, I can't swing either way on whether I'm for them or against them at the moment because they they have some shocking games but they're getting over the line um it just seems that the teams they're beating are just having worse games than what yeah, they are yeah well they lost to melbourne in round one yeah um when, when melbourne just they look like they're firing on all cylinders um but yeah look i was watching this game on my phone and then i thought oh, i wonder i wonder what's happening on facebook don't know if the data's <laughs> worth it <laughs> oh. especially going from games where we've had uh, really high accuracy in kicking and going to this game where i think it was combined 16 goals 28 or something stupid like that yeah that's spot on goals, yep. yeah it's just uh, and, and again under the roof at Etihad. yeah it's an ice tour um so yeah oh you just remember it's got to be inside the left goal post that's it, all it yeah. needs to be it was really weird the um them having the the roof closed for this game too because it was a bloody beautiful day mm. um and yeah they had the the roof shut and i think someone said in the broadcast that it was the yeah the channel seven guys complaining because they didn't want really? the glare coming in on the, on really? the cameras and oh, that just shits me like you've got such great conditions for for an open yeah. open game but oh, it, what can you do if you haven't got the sun in your eyes it is a great ground when the roof's open yeah i've even been to some pre-season night games when they've left the roof open right, it's yeah. been great yep um, I really like it there. It's just, um, but anyway, I love watching games that Eddie had though, because that extra that extra incline that you have mm, on the yeah. seats gets you a good view no matter where you are. Yeah, it's good for the kids too. Yeah, I, I know when I take uh, the, the young lad to the MCG, sometimes if we're not in the front or the second row, um, he finds it a little bit difficult. We have to try and you know massage it so we get a seat that nobody's in front of him. Yep. But yeah, Eddie had is much better. Um, yeah, so that game's boring. I don't want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, there's really nothing to say. No <laughs> one stood out. I mean, I, I will say, look, Grundy, he's still playing well. Um, I think I'm, I was really impressed with him the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, obviously, this game, it's it's hard to give props to anyone because it was shit. just, just shit. a shit fest. It, Taylor Adams got 39 possessions and weren't remarkable. Was no. Yeah. Um, Trelaw as well, actually. Trelaw played probably, oh, not his best game for the year for sure. No, but, but Consistent. Yeah, he's 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 doing well. Um, what's he? What did he end up with? Twenty? Yeah, twenty eight. Um, his twenty eight were probably better than uh, Adams' thirty nine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But twenty seven handballs, for Adams. Jesus, that's insane. Mm. That's um, that's a lot of your <laughs> a lot of your thirty nine there. But no, it's um, I think yeah, Trelaw and Grundy are showing good signs for Collingwood, and if they can just get some sort of consistency going on, then uh, who knows? But uh, it's not looking good for them this yeah. year. Definitely, um, the uh, heaven and earth they move to get Trelaw is going to pay dividends. They've got to sort out uh, up forward because um, Darcy Moore, he mm. just I thought he'd turn a corner this year because he's yeah. always looked like the guy that it came easy for him, yep. and, and now it's starting to come hard. He didn't like it. He, oh god, you almost said a bit of the Jack Watts about him in this yeah. game. 
sort of do the hard work and then uh, let it down and look like it didn't bother him too much. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, the, the guys that get emotional and um, like Richo used to abuse his own players and even uh, Brendan Goddard does it uh, mm, some of the yep. best. Sometimes you want them to get a bit angry. Yeah. Shows definitely. that they care. Yep, that's exactly right. It's not worth the, worse than seeing a team be sort of indifferent about yeah. being or losing. Indifferent. That's probably the, the, the right word for it. Sometimes he's, he's looked a bit indifferent. Yeah, yep. I think with the Saints in this particular game, it seemed like they had too many goalkeeping options. So one person just couldn't <laughs> get a consistent sort of uh, pattern going on. But um, it's it's one of the, the parts of their game where I thought they wouldn't really have that much of a problem because they had yeah. a lot of contenders with their forward lines. But um, when they're kicking that woe- woeful, it's, it's going to be a detriment and um, maybe a bit off just putting uh, some of their permanently instead of rotating people through. Yeah. It wasn't the worst game, but it was just the least interesting game for the year yeah. um, so far for me. Yep. Hard to watch. Uh, on to the other Sunday game, which was the Tigers um, all over Brisbane. Um, and it's good to see Jackie Boy back on the scoreboard properly. That was yep. that was awesome. And when he got that first goal early on, it was such a big confidence boost. Mm. Um, he's almost goal of the round, I would say. He's probably... Uh, dangerously I'd, close to it, I I'd think. say he'd have yeah. to have that one. Um, but there was no doubt as soon as he left his boot. He yeah. knew exactly what yeah. he was doing. Yeah. And old mate on the goal line did him a favour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Matt, if, if he had actually taken that and put it through, you, you would have got the dirtiest <laughs> look. He would have got a retro spray. <laughs> yeah. and, and deserved it. Yep. Yeah. You, uh, you can't steal steal a potential car away from someone yeah. for that sort of stuff. So, but... so I can't remember who it was, but it definitely wasn't Sam Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was um, honestly... Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a biased Tiggy supporter, so I've got to get on it. But it was great to see us really put a game out of reach early. Yeah. Um, and the you know I I first thought oh we're having a bit of a lapse in the third quarter where they started kicking a couple back, mm. but then I realised that they had Grimes in the midfield, and I was like, okay, look, you know what, we're probably not going the hardest yeah. you could be right now. So. <laughs> we're experimenting. Yeah. Uh, the good thing is the game was uh, comfortable, and Martin didn't have a big one. Yep. Not at all. Um, yeah, actually missed a couple of easy shots on goal when he could have gone back and slotted and he started kicking around the corner just you know like he was in the park on Sunday. Maybe he just needs that bit of pressure to make it real. You know what I mean? That's probably, it could be it, you know. It might be one of those guys. I think it was the first time I've seen him this year as well have a turnover that was directly lead to a goal. Yeah, um, yep. He kicked it straight back into another player and then turned around and uh, off two steps, they kicked it from sixty yeah, and straight through. Was that Rockliffe who kicked it through, I or, or Zorko? Zorko, yeah, yeah. Zorko. Jesus, was a yeah. nice kick. Yeah. Just pick up. I'm going for goals. Don't worry about. It. Um, um, but yeah, like it, it's it's uh, it's great that we've got to a stage with Dusty that I'm I'm kind of disappointed by one mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he he's still he's still he having a having a great year. Um, Castagna is probably my his favorite for the year though um yeah he, he's just our small forwards have really been doing it for us yep. um yep. early castagna butler um butler's pace is insane yeah. um, he's great in the first couple of rounds yeah, yeah. he, he I, I first saw him play a uh the preseason game against uh adelaide at the start of the year um i hadn't hadn't seen him really have a full run out before that and um i think he picked up the ball and broke away from two and uh, it's just so quick um it's great to see him actually getting some consistent games now so yeah, I think it's a good problem we've got that those uh, small forwards have really developed themselves and we can push some down the ground to get that pace yeah. going into the forward lines as well, especially off the half-back line. I think Castagna was one of the people that did that really well uh, all year, actually. Yeah. I am loving that we are 4-0 and at the moment. It's, uh, it's getting me very excited. It feels weird, man. <laughs> it feels I have, weird. The, uh, there's been cautious optimism 
for the first couple of weeks. Well, I've seen it start to tip over just <laughs> just in the last couple of hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have seen some posts on Facebook. Um, you know, I can't see less than 18 wins this year from us, really. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, see, the, the danger games for us is, is games like Melbourne next week. That's yep. Because they're games that we, at this stage, we should be going in and winning. But uh, Brisbane was always a worry for me because I'm like, oh, you know, it's it's Richmond. Can we out Richmond there? Yeah. Out Brisbane? <laughs> um, but but Melbourne, you know, we we should win that, so we'll probably lose it. And then mm-hmm. heading over to Adelaide. Um, just bought my plane ticket today, so I'm going over there for that game. And very much looking forward to to hopefully going in five and zero. Picking up the crows. <laughs> oh, mate, it would be awesome. Um, uh, Nankervis though is I I would say the the pickup for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. While Presti has been great to have yeah. because it's freed up Dusty a lot, um, having an Ancurvis around the ground, um, and he, he sold another dummy uh, on the <laughs> yeah. weekend. Beautiful. Um, loving it. I'm loving it when you've got a guy who's six foot 20 and yeah. <laughs> duck, ducking around tiny little guys. Um, I love it. It's definitely such... improved a lot than what he was at uh, Sydney last year. Yeah. yeah. And, and have, I mean, we really needed it, to yeah, be yeah. honest. Yeah. It, that might be it, you know. It just might be he's comfortable um, that he's going to be in the best 22 week in, week out. Yeah. Um, whereas last year, obviously, he was in and out all year. And I think it was an emergency for the grand final, even. Mm. Um, so he's had, um, you know, consistent games now. And just knowing in yourself, like, I'm not playing for my career every single week. Mm. Yeah. Probably helps him a little bit. And, you know, he's just putting in good performances. So Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been a, a great pickup for us. And especially with, obviously, Marich on his, on his last legs and... Hampson's still out at the moment. Um, it's yeah, it's really good. I'm so glad we we got him this year. Yeah, um, that, that's probably been honestly the the big difference for us this year is we had an off season where I was not disappointed with a single trade we made. Yeah, um, yeah. we got and, rid of Vickery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, know, I know that wasn't a trade, but um, it's still it's it's worked. Yeah, like it's it's made a huge difference. Um, coming in coming into a season and being happy with every pickup we we got. Um, Caddy's been playing pretty well. Been playing well, um, and, and pressed you like you said before. Yeah, yeah. and like, Caddy gives us another strong body up up forward as well when he he goes up there, and yep. um, you know, and, and now we're still being able to get some of the young guys out too. Um, Elton uh, has been been doing all right um, yep. for his games that he's he's had. Um, we had Menadju back in, and I wasn't yeah, wasn't super well, pleased with his game uh, the weekend. But you know what? It's he's still still young, still lots of lots to learn. So. Yeah, still give him a run around. And I thought Camden McIntosh has been a, a lot better in regards to being intimidating. He looks like a bad motherfucker this year. His <laughs> he he just disposal efficiency is is slowing down. Like I, when he mm. gets pressured, um, I found that he's he's kind of getting found out a little there. Yeah. Um, but I mean that's that's the difference in playing up a bit more on the wing now yeah. rather than yeah. in the back line. He doesn't have the the extra couple of seconds to to make that decision, and he's got to got to rely on his quick thinking a bit more. And uh, it's 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 taken an adjustment. Um, but you know, like having Grimes thrown in the midfield, I think Grimes kicked a goal on the weekend. I, that was... It's got to be rare for him. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's well, they were like, oh, it's his first goal for the year. I'm like, you think really, really? <laughs> his first goal for about three or four years, probably. Yeah, he still well, looks 16 too. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's got no frame on him too. Like he's, he's literally actually just all frame. Yeah. There's no there's no supporting <laughs> structure on it. Um. But he, he's he's pretty strong for a skinny dude. Like he's, he puts he's away most that, most key defenders. Yeah, that wiry, no key is, sorry, that wiry strength, just like um, Dustin Fletcher. Yeah, uh, that kind of backman. I just looked it up. He's got three goals in his uh, eighty-three game career. 
Um, so that was one third of his goals on the weekend. That's uh, so good. Two of those good. goals he was lost or something, I think. Instead of doing down there. I think that, yeah, they've included some Oz kickers. Yeah. Oz kick goals in that as well. But he's never one to give half assed efforts either, no. Grams. He's always all you know, or nothing. Out of him. Yep. Yeah. No, that's why I think he's a. Such a reliable second backman. Yep. No, all, all in all, I'm I'm a happy happy Tigers fan this week. That's as you sure. should be. Yep. yep. It's it's a good it's a good change. You can even take it easy on Brandon Ellis as well. I think everyone else picking their yeah. game up uh, <laughs> made him uh, go under the radar a little bit. No, you know what? We haven't had Taylor Hunt in the team. I yep. think we're doing all right. Yeah, that's too. That's been good. Um, yep. It's uh, the only question is when does Hardwick resign? Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's hilarious yeah. to me because there's been so many calls for his sacking and and I've so. I've been I've been adamant from the get go that Hardwick has been one of the best things that happened to us and um, everyone's calling for his head last year and then we ended up winning three in a row or something yeah, like that and just I shut think, everyone yeah. up. I think you sacked every single coach except for Hardwick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, there's been a fair old turnover. Yeah, um, but yeah, well, I mean he's he's four and zero now. He's paying paying back what uh, the, the faith that was being showed. Yep, and he's uh, survived the little coup in the boardroom yep, as well, yep. so he's almost uh, dictated down Very there. Very ambitious life. It seems like he's got the respect of the, of the, the club too, the, the squad. It seems like the players are sort of yep. investing in his game plan now. It seems to be paying off. Because I always thought the same as you. I always liked him, and I thought that his game plan was there. He didn't have the talent to pull yep. it off. Yeah. I think now we've sort of a bit of adjustment on both of those ends to sort of made us a yeah. game plan which we can we can call ours. It's not just copying someone else's game yeah. plan. Well, and, I think, and lifted the talent level as well. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's the the difference is um, you know our bottom five or so players are now a lot better than what our bottom five yeah. or so players were a while ago, and and that makes a big yeah. big and, and say for this game, Dusty's having the season of his life. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, it's just a matter of uh, how, if we can ride out injuries. That's going to yeah. be the, the yeah. concern. Um, but I mean, it's been a good um, lead into the season for the Tigers. I mean, there are tough games to come, um, yep. but I mean, they knocked off West Coast. So there's nothing we sniffed at. Yeah, and four in the bank is always handy going into these tough it, games as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we're normally um, getting halfway through the season. I'm going, come on, four wins. Yeah, yeah we've got <laughs> <Yep>. this. <laughs> well, well, let's face it. If they were zero and four, um, Hardwick wouldn't be. He wouldn't be coaching out the month. No. Yeah, probably not. Um, so yep. uh, it gives uh, stability in that side of it as well. Um, so I reckon, you know, if going to the break if they're you know seven and four or, or something yeah. like that you probably might find a, a new contract before they come back yeah um but uh otherwise anyway it's it's, it's all good and, and richmond have every right to be uh, uh happy um from here no used to go into a richmond game and everyone's happy yeah. <laughs> different feeling. no actually it's, it's kind of sucky when we're winning because it's hard to get a bloody seat at a game <laughs> yeah. so you gotta get there two and a half hours early now and um i was actually there because we we took a couple of friends and we so we had some yeah some ex uh england's uh poms uh, yeah the poms they were they came with us and they've they had a couple of family members as well so we had to kind of save out eight seats and we wanted to get some <laughs> decent seats so you're uh the, the, that was the other week, and we were there when the gates were open. I was like, "This yeah. is this is unusual." <laughs> so disappointed, like a hooliganism at the start of match. Two. <laughs> I'm going to say that they glassed somebody just <laughs> on the way in. It was a plastic cup, but it made them feel like they were part of it. Yeah, no, it's it's good. I'm I'm happy. So that's that's all that matters, really. Yep, yeah, no, I can actually be a little bit more at ease watching games now because I know, <laughs> no matter if it's a tight game, we actually got a chance of pulling this one off. That's right. And I, that got beat out of me in the Collingwood game last year, but so it was good to see us turn those around on the, on the Thursday nights at the start of the season. 
Well, I mean, the game plan, give it to Dusty, is, is not a bad game plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been good so far. But, but yeah. yeah in, in that you've got, you've got to acknowledge how much Cochin is, yep. how yeah. much better he's playing. Yeah. Ever um, since he became a Brownlow medalist. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, started playing like one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome to see. Um, he's, he's scoring more goals. He's just playing that role that he needs to know the outside. Yep. Um, and again, same thing, having Prestia there. you got, you got someone else who can dive in, mm. uh, get the hard ball, and then... Give it to Cochin and he can actually utilize his skill. I think that that bugged me heaps. Um, the other week I was at the game and had this guy behind me. I think it was the, a Collingwood game we were at, and the Collingwood fans was using calling Cochin weak because he was getting the ball on the outside. I was, I'm saying, you know, that's actually his job. Yeah. That's what he's paid the big money to do. Um, we want him to stand there and get the ball on the outside. Uh, it's yeah. If, if Cochin's the one who's having to go in and and take that hard ball, then then we've got issues, and, yeah. and that plus, makes a big difference. Plus, if he messes up that hair, that can't be. That can't <laughs> be and the worst can't part was happen. when he's getting in and under getting his, his ball, all he's got the option to pass to was Dusty. Yeah. And then Dusty's goes shit, so he kicks it, then goes gets himself. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Whereas now, yeah, like we said, we've got people who can play on the inside so that he can uh, free him up to be a playmaker that he's actually game. actually well, is. Yeah. The, the Essendon game actually did have a kick to themselves. Uh, was it Essendon? I think. One of the players. No, yes, yes, it was Essendon. He uh, he towed the ball and then marked it. Yeah, and it was, uh, yeah, it got kicked to him. He, he popped it back up to himself and then then took the mark, claims it, and yeah, the ump gave it to him. So. Well, I mean, there's nothing in the rules that say is against it. And immediately when I saw it, I thought like that's the mark in it, and they paid it. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad they he did. Just, he juggled yeah. it, but just with his feet. That's yeah. all. It's, uh, it counts. He took uh, took some inspiration from Tubby Taylor um, yeah. in the slips. Yeah, Lord. Um, and the final game uh, from today, uh, Hawthorne got smashed um, by 86 for the second week in a row uh, against Geelong. Yep. Um, again, not really that much of a spectacle to watch. Even in the first half when it was close, it was only close because Geelong weren't kicking Two straight. and ten or yeah. something ridiculous yep. early on. Um, that, that makes it hard. But yeah, it's uh, you know Geelong obviously still a good side, um, sadly. But it is nice seeing some some calm of down for Hawthorne. Well, that's yep. it. You can't have the lows. You can't enjoy the highs unless you've had the lows. Yeah. And you know, there's been some lows at Hawthorne. Yeah. Then there was some spectacular highs. <laughs> now we're at the other end again. See, yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite. I've I've seen so many lows that I can't appreciate the highs. <laughs> so I'm just like this isn't real. Yeah. This isn't real. So <laughs> like, what do I do? How do I supposed to feel in this situation? Um. It wasn't really a standout um, for Geelong. I mean, Motlop had 30 touches and a couple of goals and so yeah. did Duncan. But um, again, it was just, it seemed when uh, they went into transition, um, yeah. it, it was just too easy for them. Yeah, and that showed in the, in the last half as well. Yeah, oh, 11 goals straight in the final quarter. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah. I think it was something like 15 goals two for the last half. It's quite a, quite incredible. Which is is scary when you look at the fact that they still only um they still kicked twenty goals fourteen. Yeah, um, that was a lot of early misses. Yeah, um, yeah. and so it could have been a it could have been a very dangerous scoreline for for Hawks. But you know, yeah, I think Hawks fans are, are pretty realistic at the moment. Well, most of them are. You know, they're not going to make finals uh, this year, and and, yep. it's, and that's fine. You know and, what? And we don't get our first two round. Uh, yeah. draft picks that's going to be hard the point. Um, but that's right. there's always uh, bargains in the 40s and 50s in every draft <laughs> you know you can get yeah. Relton Roberts <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Relton Roberts or it's a Dane Swan so you could yeah. go either way you could trade Vickery but hey uh, so who <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's, the, who's statistic enough for so, that <laughs> Richmond <laughs> now, I, I, will, I will honestly say uh, even though Vickery obviously not playing today um, one thing that I, I've said before is you know Vickery's game smarts are relatively good he gets himself where he should be. He just doesn't do it any, well. Yeah, and, any talent to do anything when yeah, he gets it. I think it's, it's a hard thing for him. And it's 
it's where you see why you see him come out and kick six goals every 10 weeks or so yeah. because he'll just have one game where his timing works and, and things are happening for him but because he's already in those positions um, so yeah it makes a big difference does enough to keep his spot yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah he was out this week and and Sicily came in and took more marks in one game than I think Vickery's taken all week <laughs> or contested marks anyway um, than uh, Vickery took in the previous three um, Hodge had a great game though. Um, yep. He looked like the only one that had any poise. Yeah. Um, there was a little change um, in Hawthorne compared to the previous weeks when they did start to attack a little bit more. Yep. But even towards the end, it started to be the roundabout handball. Yeah. Um, and they just they don't have the skill um, that they used to have to play yep. that way. Yep. So now they're handballing backwards to stationary targets who are under the pump. Yeah. Uh, and more than one occasion, they went backwards twenty meters before they turned it over. Yep. Um, you know, if you're going to turn it over, at least do it yeah, straight away. Exactly, yeah. Well, I found with the Hawks is that um, they they didn't look as slick, but generally they used to have, whenever they get the ball, they have one or two players who are one or two steps ahead, and that's how they'd be setting up their, their attack. Yeah. Whereas this time, everyone's sort of flat-footed. No one's really thinking, though, that step ahead to see how they um, uh, can sort of get it fast out of their back lines. Yeah. I don't know if it's just through the confidence or if this, the talent isn't there or... I don't know, but it seems like yeah, a little bit flat. A little bit, uh, and I th- I've always said like with the uh, the club legends, you know, one year too many is what you give them, yep. and that's clearly what we've given them. Yep. Um, Gibson um, is a really poor at, at, at times. Yeah, um, I think he even got caught holding the ball sometimes. Where you're like, dude, there's a guy right there. Yeah, like I don't know what you're doing. Mm. Um, and, and Burgoyne did some very unburgoyne things. Um, yeah. and it's been that way this year and I, out of um, those two plus Hodge Bergen is the one I thought was the most likely to go on next year Yeah, um, but yeah first four weeks they, they've all been down on form there's actually been rare that anybody in Hawthorne hasn't been in, yeah. um, down on form um, but yeah uh, on the Geelong side of things Tommy Hawkins looked like a beast when he's up and going yeah didn't yeah. he um, always seems to up for a sweet armbar at one point I saw him <laughs> down there I was like just lock it in <laughs> What about, uh, oh, who is it that got the hit on Hodge? Uh, Parsons? Parsons, yeah, yeah, young lad. He's he's definitely out. Mm, he's uh, extremely lucky he didn't uh, do more damage. Yeah. And, like, Hodge took it like a champ. <laughs> he, t- he took it on the, literally on the chin. Yeah. Um, just it sort of bounced it, back up, you know what I mean? Just yeah, he, shook it off. he didn't bother remonstrating. I think he's just a bit beyond that. It's yeah. Too much fucking effort. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit now. Yeah, the, the fact that, and, and this is something and about earlier, um, it's something that really bugs me with the match review panel, is that, if Hodge had broken his jaw, then you, you're going to give Parsons 10 weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, he doesn't break his jaw, he's going to get a lot less. Yeah. Um, and, that's, and that's shitty. It, it shouldn't be based on uh, the severity of the injury it was actually caused. It's yeah. how bad could it have been. Yeah, that's um, it. It's the action itself that, well, that should be... I think that's why it's surprising that Zebel um, didn't get off because he broke ribs. But, yeah. I mean, it's a fair hit. It just happened to be he, yep. he broke ribs. Mm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, how many weeks uh, Gibson gets. The sling tackle, was it? No, okay. that was... Oh, the, there was two sling tackles. Um, there was one that was on Hodge that somebody got reported for. One of the other young lads, I've forgotten his name. And there was another one that wasn't a sling tackle. The bloke just... Um, I think it was uh, Cam Guthrie. Yeah. Um, he actually just tried to fling a foot at the ball, and that's why he went head over heels. Oh, right. Um, but Gibson had the bump. Um, the that, Shepherd? Yeah. Uh, Menegot yeah. well, was the, the sling tackle on Hodge that's there been you know, reported. Menegot. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, a bump that uh, was a, a great bump, but yeah. then the accidental head clash. Yeah, and that's they right. gave him a concussion. But um, he get a concussion out of that. 
Yeah, well, he didn't play any part. Uh, Gibson did. Gibson was fine. He, yeah. he kept going. But um, I thought it was a nice shepherd, to be honest. Yeah, it was. But it's unlucky. Like when you decide to bump and accidental head clash, it looked yeah. like good form too. Yeah. Um, but got him in the head. Um, yeah. So he's probably going to wear a week for it. Yeah, it's unfortunate because uh, I don't like to discourage that. That's not a shepherd. The, the player chasing chasing the the Hawks player down just didn't really look like he expected someone to bump him, which sort of yeah. made it a bit difficult. You don't brace yourself as well. Yeah, that's it. He didn't brace himself because yeah. um, he didn't see it coming. Yeah, um, so it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Geelong, it sort of, they're four and zero, but haven't looked that impressive. Oh, besides the last quarter, when yeah. you know there were witches hats out there, yeah, um, they haven't looked as impressive as they could. But no. I think they've played to their opposition. Exactly, they've done what they needed to do to get across the line. And I think Guthrie's had a good game today. Yeah, Dangerfield not needing to do much. A lot yeah. of times he was just chasing his own ball. To be honest, but, yeah, and, uh, and Dangerfield copped a knock early. Yeah. Um, I'm yep. trying to remember. So he, he was a little bit down on on him, um, mm. his usual output, but um, yep. there were plenty of others that, oh, let's face it, they have plenty of space to find themselves anyway. Yeah. yeah. And they've got that mid to high tier level of players that's really good, like uh, Mackie and um, yep. uh, Metagola's been playing a good couple of games as well. Um, who else was there? Yeah. Duncan, Mitch Duncan. And finally, Harry Taylor spent more time down back um, yeah. today as well. Yeah. Uh, he was up forward as well, but. He started the game up forward and then yeah. moved back down. Back down towards the end. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be a dry old year for the Hawks. If if they get uh, four wins for, for the rest of the season, I think yep. I'll be impressed and surprised yep. the way things are going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that wraps up round four. So I have a quick look at round five, and this will be good because I haven't uh, checked round five yet. Um, but we start on Friday night with Port hosting Carlton. And you think Port at home with Paddy Ryder back are going to be too strong for Carlton? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but again, Carlton are just looking for effort. Yeah, and I think Carlton will be trying to look what they can learn from that Port Adelaide team with their young young squad, trying yeah. to be their running game. I mean, see, Carlton have got some pretty decent lockdown players, but it's in their attacking players that they're, they're really missing out. So they yeah. need to develop that, them from their kids because they're not going to get anyone to move to their club. Well, when they've had to swing Weedering forward as yeah. a key option, um, he's such a good key position backman for the yeah. next 12 years. Um, it's... Yeah, it's showing that they're lacking. But Casbolt started to take some marks last week, so maybe yeah. he can turn it around. Yep, just going to slot it through. Um, so, yeah, I think Port will win this one yeah. uh, quite handily. Uh, Bulldogs are hosting Brisbane at Etihad. Um, Bulldogs comfortably. It's just a matter of um, if they can put in a, a four-quarter effort. Yeah. Um, it'll be a massive margin, or they'll just do enough. Yeah, well, I mean, Brisbane have got to try and rough them up, slow them down. That's the only really option that, that they have, but it's still going to be up uphill battle. Yeah, I think Bont had a quiet week this week, yeah. um, so he might just get off the chain. I think if Brisbane can win a quarter, then that's a win for them. Yeah, yeah, and, and they probably will. Yeah. Um, just the way the Bulldogs go. Um, so, Bulldogs across the board. Yep. yep. Adelaide travelling up to the Gold Coast. Um, this will be interesting, I think, because um, mm. the Gold Coast are hitting a little purple patch of form. Um, and you definitely want to play Adelaide away from Adelaide Oval. Yeah, um, they've got a chance to run, uh, run off Adelaide, but um, I think there's just too much talent. Yeah, uh, in, in that team. And I think the only way the Gold Coast get across the line is from some sort of surprise attack. So some players all of a sudden have the game of their life, and yeah, they don't yeah. have a plan. Adelaide Someone like plan Jack Martin pops up and kicks yeah. five. And you're like, oh shit, I didn't know yeah. he could do that. Yeah, um, it'll be very good to see uh, May on uh, Walker. Yep, uh, and then Talia on, on Lynch. So both Ooh, the bookends. Yeah. yeah. Um, who goes to Eddie Betts? I wouldn't mind seeing Adam Saad. Yeah, that's not a bad call, actually. I think, Eddie, it's really tough. I think you've got to put a couple of people on him to manage him across the ground. Yeah. Um, just run off. Uh, or choke supply. Yeah. I mean, you, you put his sort of uh, pass level at three goals, I think. Yep. You know, if you've got three goals, and that's okay. Yeah. And that's the scary thing. He might get three touches, and he'll get three yeah. goals. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's what happened to the Hawthorne game. Like yeah. I, said, I think he affected play four times, and he kicked three goals. Mm. 
Um, but yeah, if Saad can play on him, I think he's a one. He's strong enough yep. um, for, for Betts because Betts is uh, deceptive, but mm. um, he can also hurt him running the other way. Yeah, um, yeah I so think there's definitely there's potential with the Suns here, but I think you just can't back against Adelaide. No, nah, not at the minute. They're just mm. way they're way too strong. Um, yep. I honestly don't see who's going to stop them. I haven't, I haven't seen him tested yet, which is going to be, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. Where but, they but that's the thing; it's like they, they have played reasonable sides, so yeah. it's not like they've, yep. they've played all well, the scum. GWS um, and Port were both uh, yep. in, in hot form. Yeah. yeah, so it makes it uh makes it hard, and I think that's something that yeah you look at like Port's record at the moment. They go, oh, you know what? Well, they've they probably should be sitting a little higher, but they've had yeah. some tough games. Um, makes it makes it a bit hard on them. Yeah. Uh, Sydney are traveling. No, sorry, Sydney are hosting GWS at the SCG. Uh, this is one of those things where Sydney are just as likely to pop up and finally click, yeah, um, and then beat up little brother yet again. This is a game that I always look forward to watching because generally it's been a battle of the midfields and a fast running sort, yeah. of, sort of game. But this year, it's I mean the Swans where they are. You really hope they just pull together, mate. It's exciting. Um, it's, they've got to see how they've. Uh, pulled up today as well because mm. um, injuries are always going to be an issue for them especially yeah. you know the long trip back from Subi mm. and I mean they're going to have to really look at who they put on Patton as well after his form kicking was it six straight something like that yeah well I mean Grundy's their main key backman uh, and that's worrying yeah um, because Patton's just going to uh, absolutely kill it's him too big too mobile as well and then you know does Aaliyah go to Cameron because I mean Aaliyah's playing well but when uh, He's been found out a few times um, this year when people have made him accountable. Yeah, that's exactly And right. Cameron makes you accountable. Yeah. He's just so damn quick. Yeah. Well, Leah was good as the floating back man that could cut off the, yeah. the intercept marks. Um, so, yeah, I feel like when he's been given an actual task of manning someone up, he's been found out a little bit. Yeah. I don't think it's just coming from a bit of... Well, bit he's, he's of second time. year in. Too. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I I think GWS still. Um, but yep. uh, it would not surprise me if Sydney got up. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely a game to watch, though. Um, uh, I think, as it said, uh, you know, Sydney's, Sydney's form's been really good for a team that hasn't won a game. Um, mm. And, yeah, hopefully they do they do get up one and, and come over the line. But, uh, again, you just can't back against a GWS. No. Mm. It's too strong. Uh, the Dockers are hosting North. That's not a bad matchup, actually. Could, like, it, it could be the worst game of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could be the most watchable worst game of the year. Though. <laughs> yeah. Last year, that was uh, Dockers-Carlton. Yeah. Um, this year, yeah, it could be good. Um, it's going to be good to see uh, Goldie and Proust versus Sanderlands. Mm. Mm. This one's over in Perth, isn't it? It is over yeah. in Perth. Yes, and I think that swings my tip to, to the Frio here. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, North, look, they they just didn't look, look great against Dogs. Um, the, I think they've shown Endeavour. Yeah. Every week they've shown Endeavour, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah. yeah. Well, the worst thing is it's like they've been giving their best and still sucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's going to happen when you give away, you know, four um, yeah. your most experienced players. Um, Lindsay will need to back up and have a good game because he was, uh, yeah, very disappointing last week, like yep. I said. Uh, St. Kilda are hosting the Cats at Etihad Stadium. Um, this becomes a great game because uh, I think St. Kilda match up really well uh, against uh the cats and like I said, cats. Their accuracy mm. um, has really helped them the last two weeks. Um, were they seventeen six the week before? Yeah. Um, and even though they were shocking the first half against Hawthorne, like I said, fifteen goals two in the second or mm. something like that. Um, so Saints down back have actually got some people now. Yeah. And they've got lots of options up forward. Yeah. It's so, just a matter of putting together four quarters, which they've struggled to do all year. Yeah. Yeah. That, that consistency's been been killing Saints. Um, you know, their game against West Coast, they played pretty well again mm. there, and you know we're probably a bit unlucky to not get over the line. And um, 
yeah, I, I think they'll they'll definitely be a good put on a good show. Um, but yeah, yeah. You, you you've got to go with Geelong here. I think. Yeah, too. too many winners across all the lines. Yeah, I feel like this round's actually pretty um pretty one sided on the tipping front. Yeah. You're gonna, you, you might you might see an upset or two, but it's I don't think you're going to see anyone tipping that upset. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try and fish for the upset. So I'm gonna tip <laughs> Saints there. So there's there's the upset for me. Um, Saints over Geelong. Um, on the Sunday as well, we've got Hawthorne uh, hosting uh, Sam Mitchell's new team. Um, and I say that because I think that might be the, my only interest in this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is to go up there and look at Sam Mitchell and go, oh, yeah, that's right. He can do that. Yeah. So I hope his ankle's all right so he can line up because uh, otherwise it might be embarrassing, this one. Yeah. yeah. You definitely hate for him not to play. Um, yeah. There'd be such a good build-up to this game, especially being at the G. Um, mm. You, you mm-hmm. know there's going to be a lot of Fox fans coming out to watch that, so... Even though they they probably going to get a, a, a good slacking again, hopefully not eighty six points. Um, three in a row three might be a little might depressing. Be. Well, last year it was three points, wasn't it? Hawthorne always won by three, so yeah. this year it might be they always lose by eighty six. <laughs> yeah. It's not really that great of a trade when you think about it, no, which no, you know no, reflects no. our off season. The Fremantle S turnaround. <laughs> um, yeah, so West Coast easy. Uh, Monday night, so the Anzacs Eve at the MCG. Uh, yeah, it's Richmond, five days of footy oh, wow. again this week. It's, it's crazy. Uh, Richmond trying to turn it into a bit of Richmond and Melbourne, sorry, trying to turn it into a bit of a tradition, um, which is not a bad idea. You know, yeah. you try and get yourself as many key matchups as, as uh, or marquee games as you can. To yeah. be fair, this one's the uh, the night of the the anniversary with the the misses. So well, that's your fault. We'll most likely still be going to the footy though. Sorry, Megan. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's. I'll, I'll be at this game and. Hopefully, very uh, very happy with our five and zero starts of the year afterwards. <laughs> I guess it's it's good um, to organise your anniversary on the, the day before a public holiday. Yeah, it's and great. I know I got a mate in Sydney who uh, got married the day before Australia Day, so the day after is always a day off. Um, yeah, which we always went and played poker anyway, but then matter. Yeah, um, see me, and my missus, we just forgot when we actually looked <laughs> up, so we don't have anniversary date. <laughs> it's too drunk. Yeah, but, yeah, but definitely, like if if we get over the line here. Um, and expecting Adelaide will have a win as well. You, we're going to be playing them over there. Both five teams 5-0. Oh, oh. oh. yeah. um, honestly, I'm, I'm so looking forward to that weekend. It's and just going to be a straight draw, yeah. obviously. Yeah, definitely. I, I would take, take that. I would take absolutely take that. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be, and it'll be my first game going to see at, uh, Adelaide oh. Oval as well. So. Yeah. It's guaranteed um, to be a packed house. Oh yep. Yeah, well, we, we just bought tickets today, um, and really all that was left is top level. Yep. Um, yep. And I think it's 70 bucks a ticket or something Jeez. ridiculous, Damn. crazy. Um, but worth it, worth it. I've already booked my flights. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny, we are spoiled here in Melbourne when it comes to ticketing and things like that. Because like, looking at Flatterspo online, talking about what they go through in WA to yep. get tickets, it's, like, it's crazy. It's or so Queensland. hard yeah. and it's so expensive. The, we really get spoiled. We just wake up and walk down the MCG and buy a ticket and go in general bin for like say, 14 bucks or something. There's always a seat at the MCG. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Uh, look, this is this is probably a danger game for us. I think um, you know we, we are going to probably Richmond the game at some stage. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's not a against the D's because uh, yeah we, we really would would start well having that 5-0 and well, Hogan's back this week which is a good matchup for Rance but I seem to remember the last time they played Hogan uh, got the better of him yeah Hogan can pull him down the ground which, yeah. which Rance I mean he's good going one direction yep. we've got to make him go two then he starts to get a bit, <laughs> a bit, a bit worrisome but yeah, it's always been a good game, us versus Melbourne. I think Melbourne generally have the wood over us, but is Lewis still out? Yes. Yeah, so I think that really helps us as well. Yep. Uh, it's going to be one in the middle. If we can get first use of the ball, it's going to be really hard for Melbourne to be able to counter that. Viney and um, Martin going head-to-head is yep. a, a real slobber knocker, yep. as uh, Jim Ross would say. <laughs> 
Um, and finally, Anzac Day, uh, Essendon and Collingwood. Um, this one could go either way. As much as yeah. I hate how Collingwood's playing at the moment, they always step up for the big games. Yep. Um, yeah. And yep. uh, I think I'm still going to have to go with Essendon here, but I think, uh, yeah, Collingwood uh, are definitely a solid a solid option. Um, it, it's essentially a coin flip for me. Um, I'm going to struggle either way. Yeah, I think Collingwood might get it done. Um, I, I think that their midfields match up very well, but... It, Grundy in the uh, Brody Grundy in the ruck has been um, you know killing it, um, and he becomes such an option around the ground. But, yeah, uh, yeah. This is just 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 like Connor would like you say to step up when it matters. Yeah. Um, but like I said, uh, with Essendon, the emotion of the comeback. This might be the last week um, that they can ride that bus. Yeah, yeah. And it's always a, a good matchup. This one, so it's always a tight contest so most of the time, anyway. So as long as it's a competitive game, I'm going to be interested. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you're going to watch it because it's Antec Day. Exactly. What else are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, as long as it's a tight game. Just, I don't think it's going to be the most skillful game, but yep. as long as it's close, it gets you invested in the game. So that's all I'm hoping for. But I think... Uh, yeah, I think Collingwood might just get over the line. Um, just from the, the mid, getting first to the ball in the midfield. Looks like to be match of the round. Um, yeah. Certainly for closeness, if not uh, positions on the ladder. Um, all right, that'll do us for this week. Uh, thanks for joining us again, Richie. Rich. No worries. Good to Anytime. be back. Anytime, brother. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com